Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Welcome back to the warm-up show. Peter Schwartz, Mike Fliegelman, in for Al and Jerry. Boomer and Geo's coming up at 6 o'clock. It'll be Boomer and Jerry. Geo's on vacation. And I'll be on the updates during Boomer and Geo. So looking forward to that. A lot of football stuff that we'll get to during the show. And Boomer and Jerry will get to. Also some baseball, some Ugly Met result last night. Yankees finally win a game. We'll get to some baseball in a little bit. But obviously the huge topic of conversation here in New York and New Jersey, the Jets and the Giants. And, you know, Fleegs and I talked, not a little bit, a lot about one Jets drive and the expectations for the Jets already this season. And we started to break things down a little bit and, uh, the Jets did make some roster moves yesterday, some cuts as the teams have to get down to 53 men. The Jets announced some of them, and some were reported, including Bam Knight getting cut by the Jets. And you kind of figured that he was on the bubble going into the you know the last week of the preseason with the Jets having a very, very deep running back room now. Izzy Abanaconda should be ready to go for, for week one. The expectation is Brees Hall will be ready for week one. So it just looked like Bam Knight was going to be the one that was going to be expendable. And that doesn't necessarily mean he can't come back on the practice squad, but for now, Bam Knight cut by the Jets. That is the reported cut. That, that was not officially announced by the Jets yesterday. And um, uh, among, uh, uh, among those cuts uh, yesterday also, uh, Greg Senat, the – uh, offensive lineman, and the Jets also uh, placing cornerback Jimmy Moreland on injured reserve with a hand injury. You know, the excitement's 
there for the Giants as well. And, you know, the Jets have received most of the offseason headlines with, with Aaron Rodgers and um, and everything the Jets have done in the offseason and bringing Dalvin Cook in, the hard knocks, um, all the hype is, is real about the Jets. And, and the Giants really just, you know, they go about their business coming off of a trip to the playoffs last year, and they get Daniel Jones re-signed. And Saquon Barkley does agree to a one-year deal right before the start of training camp. And the Giants have, you know, pretty good defense, too. Depth is going to be an issue for the Giants as they get ready to start the season September 10th against the Cowboys. And as much as the Jets-Bills Monday night opener is going to be a pivotal game in the AFC East, it doesn't get any bigger for an opening day. And we've gotten used to Giants and Cowboys in the opener. But this is obviously a huge game. You know, we hear all about the Cowboys every year. The Cowboys, the Cowboys, they're going to contend for a Super Bowl and they constantly fall flat on their face. Is this the year that they break through? Is is this the year that the Giants can set a tone early on that they can contend for an NFC East title? Now, I still think the Eagles are going to win the NFC East, but I think the Giants are going to be right there in the mix to finish second. And obviously this opener against the Cowboys is going to be a huge, huge game for the Giants to set that tone early in the season. And obviously with that big contract, Daniel Jones is going to go about his business and try and prove that that contract was was worth it. And the Giants bring back a lot of the same pieces. They made some moves. But, again, is Daniel Jones going to, again, take that next step? We saw you know, what he did last year, Fleegs, and now Daniel Jones ready for year two. But it's year one of the big contract, and the big issue is can he live up to that contract? Yeah, I don't think he can. I, I, I think you saw last year – close to what Daniel Jones' ceiling is. I think he's one of those middle-of-the-road quarterbacks that you can't, you're not going to win anything of meaning with when they're getting paid that much money. And, you know, I don't mean to, you know, dump on the Giants fans there. There are plenty right. of other teams that fit that bill. In fact, most of the team is probably, or most of the league is probably in that group. I put the Cowboys there as well. I think their roster is better across the board than the Giants is, but... They have a deficiency at head coach, and I think the quarterback is still in that more that Daniel Jones group of middle-of-the-road guys, not somebody that's going to lift everyone around him. There, there are two ways to win in the NFL. You have the great you know, superstar quarterback, or you have the loaded roster with the good quarterback who's not making a ton of money. When is the last time somebody broke that formula and won? It's been forever. Mm-hmm. I don't think the – just like I don't think any of these teams are special and going to break the mold – and I know Giant fans are looking for maybe Daniel Jones to take this other jump, and they want to make excuses for him. That can be true. There's been a lack of weapons. Up until last year, there was horrific coaching. The problem is they're not extending or willing to extend those to other players who have a similar profile. Right. You know, the, a guy we talked about last segment we both like. You know, Giants fans will, a lot of them, dismiss Derek Carr out of hand when he's I mean, he's the guy that actually has a top three MVP season in his past, has carried teams to the playoffs not once but twice, and performed better in a lot of games than Daniel Jones has. Very similar player probably that's just been doing this longer. They'll dismiss offhand a guy like Jared Goff, who is a first overall pick. Daniel Jones also taken to the top of the first round, sixth overall, and has had an up-and-down career, maybe slower to develop 
And if you're going to kind of dismiss those teams and say, well, the Giants are just better than them, you know, why couldn't fans of those teams say the same thing about you and Daniel Jones? I think right. he's a good player. He's settled in nicely, and he's found the right coach. Brian Dable is an excellent head coach. He is the best thing the New York Giants have going for them, and I think he so far looks like a guy that's one day going to win a Super Bowl. When Joe Shane builds that roster for Brian Dable to win a Super Bowl with, Daniel Jones isn't going to be around. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Now, the Giants rolled the dice on Daniel Jones. They didn't pick up the option before last year. And I would think if you went back in time, Joe Shane and Brian Dayball probably had zero expectation that Daniel Jones would be the Giants' starting quarterback in, in 2023. I, they, they rode him out last year, and I think they were – obviously surprised at what he was able to do in that offense last year. And the Giants gambled financially, and they lost because they could have had Daniel Jones playing on his fifth year of his rookie contract this year, and it wouldn't have been a problem on the salary cap. But they roll the dice, and they realize they've got a quarterback here that can be their franchise quarterback um, you know, for the long term, and they had to come up with a lot of money when they could have still had him on the rookie contract this year. See, I think it's a loss this year, but I think when we look at it, you know, next year, I don't know if it will be a loss because if Daniel Jones plays this year similarly to or even a little bit better than he did last year, well, then at the end of this season, that contract would only go up in value. So it might be a loss right now, but I'd actually prefer that if I'm the Giants or a Giants fan because eat that money now while Joe Shane is still working to rebuild the rest of this roster, pay the quarterback now. Because that money has to go to somewhere. And because you've now cleared most, of, if not all, of the contracts from the awful Dave Gettleman era, at least the contracts that weren't <laughs> deserved, and now the players he brought in who are worth the money, you know, Dexter Lawrence got paid, Saquon's on the franchise tag, Daniel Jones got paid. Pay Daniel Jones now while you have the room for it. And they have flexibility. As much as I think Daniel Jones is, again, like in that 10 to 15 range of quarterbacks, that's good. You can go to the playoffs with, you can win regular season games with, you're not going to see them in the Super Bowl and definitely not holding the Lombardi Trophy. They've given themselves flexibility where in two years from now, when they feel the rest of the roster has gotten to that point, if they think they can find a young quarterback who is close enough to Daniel Jones, but at that point would be making almost no money and they can build on even more the rest of that roster, they've given themselves an out. If Daniel Jones far exceeds even their own expectations and becomes a superstar in the next two years, I mean, newsflash, he won't. We've never seen <laughs> that. That doesn't happen in the NFL. It's not Daniel Jones isn't you know the you know the second coming just like nobody else has done that before. If he does do that, then great, they're in a good position for that. If he doesn't, they're in a good position as well. So I, I do yes, they're paying more money this year overall. I don't think the way it played out with Daniel Jones's contract hurts the Giants long-term in any way. Well, it it, it hurt Saquon Barkley short-term because Him Daniel Jones <laughs> Daniel Jones got the big money. Saquon didn't and is on the franchise tag. And at first, I was worried from a Giants perspective that uh, are the Giants going to get, you know, 
Saquon, the Saquon Barkley back this year. He's unhappy, didn't get paid, didn't get the long-term deal. But I, if you think about it closely, they, they have a motivated Saquon Barkley because now he's back on a one-year deal and he's playing for a contract again. Now, I don't know if that contract's going to come from the Giants. It's probably not next year. And if it is, it'll be the franchise tag again. It'll be the franchise tag again. I don't. Obviously, he doesn't want to go down that road again. But I think the one thing the Giants did roll the dice with and win was with Saquon because now they've got Saquon on their terms in a, a friend, say friendly. It's funny to say friendly with what he's getting on the franchise tag. But it's something that fits for the Giants this year, and they're going to get a very motivated Saquon as they try to get back to the playoffs and and, and contend to go to the Super Bowl. And they're, they're going to have a, a, a fresh, excited, and I think really motivated Saquon playing on the one-year deal this year. Yeah, even if he wasn't the kind of person he is who's going to give 100% every time he's out in the field, he would be extra motivated this year because, like you said, he's playing for his money, playing for his future. There, there's a lot on the line for Saquon. He is the one and only loser of the Daniel Jones situation. I still I love where the Giants are and how they shape up long-term. I think this year, you know, I heard you uh, say uh, at the start of the segment, you know, with the Eagles. I still don't think there's any. I mean, the Eagles are still so far and right. ahead of everybody else. The in The battles division. for number two. Right. The battles for number two. And the Cowboys are better roster wise. They're. Be- I mean, I think you could even argue they're much better than the Giants. I mean, for every flaw that Dak Prescott might have, and I'm not the biggest fan of him, he's still accomplished wildly more in this league than Daniel Jones has. Right. Plus, they have more weapons across the board. They have overall a better offensive line. They have better personnel on defense. The biggest knock on them, and it's the biggest advantage the Giants have going when they go head-to-head with the Cowboys, the Giants have a much better head coach. I think the Cowboys bringing in Brian Schott. I mean, we can laugh about Brian Schottenheimer <laughs> off the air for hours as Jets fans, knowing what he's about to put Cowboys fans through. Yeah, his nickname is Shoddy, but a lot of Jet fans use a different name for that. Uh, yeah, I was. I, I I still will. I'll never forget walking into the bathroom at MetLife Stadium Christmas Eve when they're playing the post game after the Victor Cruz game, and Brian Schottenheimer or Adam Shine is screaming Shoddy ruined Christmas, and I'm waiting in line for the urinal going. Yeah, you're right. He did. He just ruined <laughs> Christmas forever. I love uh, where the Giants are, head-to-head with the Cowboys. They're closer to that team than the Eagles. It's funny. Week one for both of these teams, both in New York, they're playing a team that I would argue is a little bit better than they are. They're at home. Season's not over if you lose, but for both teams, that is a real opportunity to get going on a strong note. We have to step away. We'll talk a little baseball when we come back. Mike Fliegelman is across the way from me, Peter Schwartz, on the warm-up show. We're coming back here on The Fan right after this. Before we get started, I just want to say on behalf of every single Met fan out there, this is the Rico Bronya Podcast. On behalf of all of the people that were at Chase Stadium on that October night, on behalf of every Met fan that's watched this man pitch, let me just tell Adam Wainwright, can you go f*** yourself? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Well, you weren't kidding. You were. You came in hot. Subscribe and listen to the Rico Bronya podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. 